The views and opinions expressed in the following episodes are those of the individuals and are not meant to insult or offend anyone. Jeez, dark and gloomy much? Are you trying to be an edgelord? Well, then how should I put it then? I don't know. How about... We come in peace. We mean no harm. We may spoil some things. We may swear a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So listener discretion is advised. Hello everyone, Michelle here. And Owen as well. We wanted to take a minute to talk to you about our favorite podcast, Dark Veil. Yes. Each Monday, John and Tori lift the veil on some of the darker sides of life. From urban legends to spontaneous human combustion. Ooh, don't forget abducted in plain sight and the Mandela effect. Yes, dear. And so much more. If you're into learning about these and more, then tune in every Monday to... Podcast Podcast and and Chill! Welcome to another episode of Little Nerdy. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm her co-host, Owen. And today our episode is about Full House. Oh, well, I got a royal flush for you. <laughs> oh, wait, we're not talking about poker? No. Okay. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Full House was based when? In like the late 80s, early 90s yep. show? We are doing a way far back. Yeah, a little... Uh, Nostalgia for some people, and, you know, history to some people. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I didn't really watch a lot of those, uh, family, what was it, a family sitcom kind of thing? Yeah. Or, yeah, I didn't really get into Full House and the story arc. I mean, I knew a guy named Jesse was one of the family members. Mm-hmm. That was, uh... Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. And then there was also the Mary-Kate and Ashley... Olsen, uh, Olsen mm-hmm. twins playing uh, a certain character by the name of Michelle, I believe. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was the reason why you also kind of like the show. But uh, yeah, I just never really got into it. So that definitely makes you the big nerd because I know very little. Yes, and I watched like every episode of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you. I remember you one time binged watched the entire series. Yeah, uh, yeah, even, yeah, a few years ago, because it, it was on Netflix. Yeah, uh, and also, we won't be covering any of it on this episode, but they actually did a reboot called Fuller House. Yeah. So, I don't know, I, how, I don't know how many people lived in that house. So, at the height of how many people lived in the house, hold on, I gotta count it off. There was Uncle Jesse, Aunt Becky, Nikki, Alex... Joey, Danny, DJ, Stephanie, and Michelle. And I don't remember if Vicky ever lived there or not. So if Vicky lived there, there was ten people. If Vicky didn't live there, then there was nine. At the height of, like, the bigness of the family. Well, still, even nine people. Like, you go with a minute, let's lowball it, say nine people. Yeah. I mean, even if it's a four-bedroom place, you've got two people in every bedroom... And one that has a third. That's a big... And I don't think the house was that big, because they were living in San Francisco, weren't they? Uh, it was a tall house. 
A tall house, but still. It had a basement, a main floor, an upstairs, and an attic. Yeah. And a garage. Oh. That was pretty, must have been pretty swanky for that uh, day and times of uh, San Francisco. I don't know. I'm assuming so. Well, any of those large cities kind of thing, as population grows, obviously bigger houses become more luxurious and sought after. Oh, yeah. Especially for families of nine. We only live in a city with a population of, what, just over 100,000? Uh, about 120,000, I think. 120,000? And I don't think you can find a house for under 300,000. No, usually the starting price is around 300,000. Yeah, so... And that's like bare bones, like zipper model type. You just get enough to just get up and go. Mm-hmm. But at least in the show, I don't know how it is in real life, but in the show, Danny made good money. Danny was like the patriarch of the family. Okay. Um, now, patriarch, that's the, like, what, head honcho? Yeah, he was the father of the three girls. Okay. So, DJ, Donna Jo, uh, Stephanie, and Michelle. Hmm. So, okay. Now, if I, uh, but if I call, recall correctly, they didn't have a mother in well, the show. Well, they? they did have a mother. Okay. At one point. I mean, Danny didn't just poop the girls out. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, despite that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito film where I think... Twins? Yeah, no, not twins, um, but there was one where Arnold uh, went through weird surgery. I can't remember the movie, just a long time ago. And he went through a process to give birth to a child. Yeah. And that was a pretty weird one way back when. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, the male anatomy is not equipped to give birth. Yeah, uh, but, you know, they did have a mom, uh, but she died. Oh, really? Yeah. Did they say why, or was... There I believe it was a drunk driver. Mm. Hit her, or... Yeah, either hit her, or she got in, like... Hit, hit her car, or hit her walking. I don't fully remember that, because they didn't talk about it a whole lot. Yeah. Like, they talked about the mom. I don't even remember the mom's name, actually. Mm. Um, it might have been... Was it like an early? Uh, yeah, well, well, it was would have been within the first couple seasons mm. of it. Um, the mom's name. See, oh, my friend Ashley probably she, knows this because we she watched it like we watched it together. Yeah, if and when she listens to this, she'll probably be like, how could you forget, Michelle? We used to watch that religiously. I know, like we would literally be like, hey. School's over. Full house time. Whose house are we watching it at? <laughs> yeah. So. Nice. Okay, so, and my heart does go out to anybody lost in a uh, drunk driving accident. But mm-hmm. that that definitely, yeah. uh, I, I mean, it could have been a contract issue. Maybe something happened. No, and, they really, that was the premise of the show. No, no, but I'm saying for the actress that played the mom. Oh, no, she was on there. Like, they had her. No, 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 but why she stopped being the mom. What, do you know the reason why she stopped uh, playing the mom on the show, or was it just... For... No, she was never on the show. Oh, she was never on the show. She died, like, that was the premise of the show. Oh! Is the mom See, died. Again, this is how little I know of the show, is that all I know is that there was a guy, Uncle Jesse, the Michelle that was played by the Olsen twins, and two other dudes. Yeah. I, and a little DJ, which, uh, was it DJ, or yeah. who was... Yeah, she was the one that was the dits, right? No, that was <laughs> See, that was Kimmy Gibbler. Oh, the neighbor. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So, okay, yeah, so clearly, like, my knowledge of the characters and their dynamic with the family is very limited. Yeah. So, okay, so they mention the mom and everything like that, uh, so that kind of gets it all started. Mm-hmm. So, I guess kind of the big question to ask in regards to that was, if it starts off on such a tragic note and everything, does, like, how happy, like, you know, good family bonding type entertainment does it become? Oh, it's really good. So, the premise of the first, essentially, the the pilot episode of it, is that, yeah, Danny... Okay, so Danny lost his wife. Yep. Um, whose name I really wish I could remember. I feel like her name was... It might come to me as I'm talking, but... And just a little uh, reference to a, a past episode we did. Just wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> I'm not standing still, I'm biding my time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, won't get too much into that if uh, people don't get the reference. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, so what are you thinking? I'm thinking her name was <clears throat> Pam. Pam. Hmm. <clears throat> Now that I, now that we looked it up. <laughs> yeah, you know. It was one we of those, took it a was, second to look it up because it was really bothering me. You, you should have seen her. She was just like, you know, just clawing at herself, like thinking, why can't I remember this? Exactly. I should have just thought of Archer. Or, you know, the cooking spray or something like Anything that. Anything that we see on a daily basis that has the word Pam in it. But yeah, so, okay, so Pam dies. Okay. So when the show starts, she's already dead. Like mm-hmm. She's been dead for a couple of months. Yeah, because wasn't um, Michelle like a really young baby at the time? <clears throat> she wasn't like a super young baby, but yeah, she was probably like six, seven months old maybe. Yeah, so... So, yeah, I guess... Eyeballing it, you're saying seven months old, like, you know, died but the child survived the car crash maybe or something. Or whatever, yeah, however she died. Um... Like, whether it was a car or she was walking, I really don't remember. So, anyway, but the premise of the show is Danny's trying to take care of his three daughters. But he works full-time. So, he's got a lot on his plate. Right. And so, especially because, like, you gotta remember Stephanie and DJ weren't, weren't that old either, right? Like, they were probably, like... Young teens? No, God, no. Even younger. Yeah, they were probably, like... I think Stephanie was, like, five. Oh. And DJ was, like, maybe seven or eight. Um, so, yeah. They were quite young. Not like he could leave them home alone. Or anything like that, right? So, anyway. Um, Jesse, who was Pam's brother. Mm-hmm. He's moving in. Okay. So, Uncle Jesse. Um, he's moving in. And so is their best friend. Or at least Danny's best friend. Um... That he's known since grade school. Okay. Uh, Joseph Gladstone. Also known as Joey. Nice. Um, who was the guy that did America's Funniest Home Videos? Danny. So oh, that Dan- was Bob Saget. Yes, Bob Saget. I was wondering, because yeah. I know Bob Saget was like on there, and then he did America's Funniest Home Videos. I just wasn't sure which character he was on Full House. Yeah, so he was Danny, and then uh, Dave Coulet, who was Joey... He also had a show that was, I can't remember what it was called, but it was like America's Funniest Home Videos. It wasn't Candid Camera, but they'd have a jackalope 
and he'd do the voice of it because he was that's one of the things that Joey was really good at and also Dave uh, Coulet is really good at um, is voices like he can do Popeye he can do like so many voices Rocky and Bullwinkle didn't he also do um, an Elvis Presley impersonation on the show? That was Jesse. Oh, that was Jesse, right. Jesse right. was obsessed with Elvis, so he did that. Nice. But yeah, so they move in to help Danny take care of the girls. But the problem is, is neither one of them have children of their own. So there's a lot of learning experiences. and Like the first time they change Michelle's diaper and they don't know how to do it, really. So they just spray her, like, <laughs> bum under the sink because it has one of those, like, spray... Yeah. Those things, and so they just spray her off, and then they just put wrap paper towel around her, and then put <laughs> her in a bag, <laughs> and sit her in a roaster, and I think, it might not be the exact line, but I think it was Stephanie said something along the lines of, are you changing her diaper, or are we eating Michelle for supper? <laughs> right? <laughs> so. Very, uh, guy improvised, uh, Jimmy Rig type Yeah, thing. and stuff, so. But yeah, so it it was pretty wholesome, but they also, I mean, it was like any show, I think, back then, or maybe even they do it now, I don't know, I don't really watch, we don't really watch television anymore, we tend to watch, like, streaming services. Yeah. Um, and stuff, but they also always try to instill, like, certain lessons, I guess, that you can learn from most of the episodes. At the end of the episode has a, you know, I learned something today type no, thing. No, at the end of the episode, it was usually one of the guys, Jesse, Joey, or Danny, sitting down with one or both or all of the girls, or it was all of the guys even. But they'd sit down and this certain music would play, and you knew. That was the time where they were going to talk it out. And so, you know, um, I can remember one episode in particular just to give you an idea of, like, the lessons they'd learn yep. or teach. So DJ got this really rad sweater. And I'm using the word rad because I'm pretty sure that's what she used back then. Um, Definitely 80s feel. 80s, 90s, yeah. Um, that she really, really wanted. And Stephanie had borrowed it. Okay. Or something, or they were fighting over something. She had mustard, and she got mustard on the shirt. So then they oh, were like, good okay, luck well, that out. whatever, we'll just wash it. Well, they <laughs> washed it and dried it, but they didn't look at the washing and drying instructions, so it shrunk. Oh, no. And then Stephanie was like, oh, well, it's no big deal. Now it's my sweater. And DJ's like, "Like that's not the point, Stephanie. That was my sweater. Like, I just got that for a birthday gift, right, from Dad. Like, you can't... Just wreck it and claim it as your own. Right, and stuff. And so... They got probably the, into a big fight. They did, and stuff, but then they went to the mall, and Stephanie wanted to go with them. And so they were looking in, the, actually, the same store where Danny bought the sweater, and Stephanie sees credit. Right? Yeah. And she says, excuse me, what's credit mean? Yeah. And the lady's like, oh, it means you take it now and buy later, or pay for it later. Oh. Not explaining to her, though, that like, you're still technically paying for it with a credit card, but then you're paying your credit card off later. Oh. So Stephanie's just like, oh, great. And she grabs it and sticks it in the bag. Yeah. And their bags go off. Yeah, of course. But the sales clerks didn't see her take it. And I think they were busy with something else, so they were just like, oh, whatever, go through, right? Yeah. So then they get it home. And Stephanie's like, look what I got you. And DJ's like, oh my god, Stephanie, what have you done? And she's like, no, it's fine. I I bought it with credit. 
And DJ's like, oh my god, you need a credit card to buy it with credit Yeah, cards. how old is she? At the She's time? like... <laughs> yeah, she's, so of course she obviously doesn't understand how credit a, cards Yeah, work. like she's a child, right, and stuff. And it was just like a pure misunderstanding. But now, so DJ's like, well, we're going to have to take it back because we can't. It probably still had the security tag It did, it still it. had that thing that beeps, that makes the sensors beep, right? Yeah, and you that's can't not a fashion it. accessory, that's a security tag. <laughs> no, and one of those things I know from working in retail back in the day. Yeah. You can't just rip those off. You, you need a special thing to take them off. I mean, maybe some people know how to do it, but all I know is if you do that, a lot of times you just wreck the clothing because a lot of them had ink in them. Oh. So as you were sitting there reefing on it, trying to like break it off or whatever, it would just explode ink all over the clothing, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so then Danny walks in and he's like, oh, look at my girls. And they're like, I don't know, doing something. Oh, I think DJ had put the sweater on. I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, he's like, look at my girls getting along so well. We're going to take you out for a birthday dinner, DJ. Like, blah, blah, blah. And DJ's like, great. And he's like, wear your new sweater. So they do this weird thing where they, like, roll their, like, sweater up. Yeah. On the one side so she can hide the security thing, right? And so then Danny's, like, the biggest, like. Airhead? No, he's the biggest, like, tip. When you think of, like, dad jokes. I think of Danny Tanner. Okay, so he's like, oh, what? Are, what's what's up with your shirts, right? And they're like, oh, you know, this is how we, this is a cool way kids are wearing them. And he's like, oh, I'm going to be red like you guys, right? And he's like, no, please don't. <laughs> please, for not one second, can you please think that's right? Rad, because you're a dad, a.k.a. you're a boomer. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway... The quickest way for you to ruin a kid's enjoyment of anything is do it yourself. Pretty much. <laughs> um, Especially in public. Yeah. So, anyway, then they go out for dinner or whatever, and they go to return it, and the... I can't remember... Yeah, then the beeper goes off again or whatever, and then this time the store's like, well, what the hell? <laughs> right? Who's stealing merchandise into the store? Yeah, and... So then the girls get in trouble, so then they call, and I can't remember which guy showed up. Maybe it was all three of them. Maybe it was just Jesse. It might have just been Jesse. Okay. And he just immediately kind of went off the handle. Yeah. Now like, for, <clears throat> just to clarify, so Jesse was the, if I'm not mistaken, the hot one of the three guys. Yeah. According to most girls. Yeah. He was the musically every talented, hot looking guy that made every girl swoon. Yes. <laughs> John Stamos was a very attractive was and is a very attractive man. He's like, yeah. Um, when, it's like guys grow up wanting, or girls grow up wanting to date uh, John Stamos. Guys want to be just like John Stamos. He's yeah. Like, he's like the underappreciated um, George Clooney of the TV series industry. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, I know, I know for sure I had a crush on him as a kid. Um, I'm, I, I'm assuming my friend Ashley did, but actually I shouldn't probably assume that because maybe she was just like... Maybe she was more of a Danny guy. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't yeah. insult Ashley in such a manner. <laughs> okay, which one? Well, what was, who was the Bob Saget one? Danny Tanner. Okay, I meant the other one. Oh, Dave, no. I, I don't think... I so, don't think Joey would have been her type either. I don't know. Most likely. It was most likely Uncle... Jesse, if I remember correctly, but I just don't want to say for sure. But 
<clears throat> so anyway, uh, if I remember correctly, whoever went down there to get them, though, kind of, like, lost their cool. Not, not like, anything, but they were just like, how could you do this? How could you steal, right? And she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know, right? And they were like, oh, you're grounded, blah, blah, blah. So then that's what I mean. Then the like, Danny comes home and they explain it to Danny. And Danny's like, "Well, it sounds like obviously it's not right for her to steal, but it sounds like it was a honest mistake." Honest mistake, and I kind of really don't appreciate you like yelling at my kids like that and stuff. Like, you know, yes, they need to learn their lessons and they need to learn not to do anything bad, but they're also good kids, and I've instilled me and Pam instilled good morals in them, and I don't, you know, whatever. So anyway, then it the music starts playing. As, you know, they go up there and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Uncle Jesse who picked him up from the mall. Um, you know, Uncle Jesse apologizes and he's like, I should learn to trust you girls more and understand that you're a kid and sometimes you can make mistakes, but you know, that you weren't like ill intended in what you were doing and whatever and stuff. Right. So that's what I mean. Like every episode kind of had something like that. Mm hmm. Right. Which was good because it, I think in a way it was maybe trying to teach like families how to communicate better, you know, if they didn't communicate very well or whatever. Yeah. Like something I would take away from that is uh, definitely don't jump to conclusions. Yeah. I know a lot of people where, and this is a kind of a dad joke I know about this, is that some people's only exercise, I swear, is jumping to conclusions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and it was good because it was showing kids that adults can be wrong adults can also make mistakes and adults can also apologize for making mistakes right yeah so yeah overall that's what it was but there were so many funny moments in that too and stuff like and each character had their own unique personality like danny was like a well he started off i believe as a sports broadcaster and then he ended up getting his own like during the arc of like i think it was season three or something he ends up getting his own show, morning show, called Wake Up San Francisco. Yeah, I think that was what it was called. Like I, Wake I, up San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I did not really see much of it, did not like get a like full plot development for it, but I do recall seeing it, and mm -hmm. um, always the end credit scene where they're going across the Golden Gate Bridge, and they're driving in that convertible, and the car's Singing full. the song. Yeah. The other song that I know really well from uh, Full House was, I believe, when they went to Disneyland or something, or uh, just when all the dads were singing the uh, Aruba, Jamaica, oh. ooh, I want to take Yeah, ya. so John Stamos, because he is actually a musician, he mm -hmm. was friends with the Beach Boys. So they actually featured the Beach Boys a couple times on... Full House. Really? So that was really neat. I thought it was really neat. He actually, even in the show, covered one of their songs forever. Yeah. Um, but they let them use it as, like... Because Jesse was in a band, right? First, it, I think it was always, actually, Jesse and the Rippers. But he was in this band, Jesse and the Rippers. And, um... Sorry, uh, why were they called the Rippers? I don't know, because they wore leather and had long hair. I'm not... No, they no, never really I'm, said. It's I'm, just, I'm that's just the curious, name of his band. Were, were they like always wearing ripped clothes? Or? Yeah, if I remember correctly, a lot of them had ripped jeans. Were they like Chippendale enthusiasts or something, or <laughs> and not the Rescue Rangers? No, I think of, I don't know. I don't know why they called him Jesse and the Rippers, but that's that's what they called him. That was the name of his band, and uh, 
he actually at one point in the show, because when Danny gets his show, he actually gets a co-anchor that they bring in, and that introduces the character of Aunt Becky. Well, she'll become Aunt Becky, but Rebecca Donaldson. Yeah. Who was played by, now disgraced, I guess, um, Laura, Lori Lachlan. Okay, well, I don't know why he would be disgraced, but... Um, there was, like, this whole scandal where she paid a school a bunch of money to, like, let her... Like, a college, a well-to-do college, let her kids... Kid or kids in under false pretenses of being, like, sports. Oh, okay. Like, really good at sports and stuff. Um, I don't know. I've read some articles on it. I don't really know a lot about it, aside from, like, it was her and, like, Felicity Huffman... And stuff that were caught in it, but... Um, we're not going to go too deep into that, because obviously we don't know all the details, and we don't want to make any assumptions. Yeah, it sounds to me from some of the articles I've read, anyway, that she maybe didn't... She started... They At least, it sounds like they started off believing that they were actually giving legitimate donations to, like, the school. Okay. And not actually paying for their children to come in. I don't know, it went through this guy, so... Anyway, but apparently now, like, they've pulled her. She also used to do a lot of, like, Lifetime Network okay, movies or something, and they just pulled her, and she's not allowed to do them anymore. Huh. Like, they fired her, essentially, and stuff. It's kind of sad. I don't know, just because I really liked Aunt Becky as a character. But, um, I mean, I guess if you do shitty things in real life, that'll affect your career, but... If she did, and that's all, it's all, I mean, she's been found guilty, and she had to serve some, uh, days, or perhaps, like, three months in jail for it, and pay a bunch of fines, but, regardless, she comes onto the show, and she's, like, beautiful, right? And yeah. Jesse is instantly like, Hello! Hello, nurse. Actually, I'm pretty sure the first time he saw her after she walked away, he said his, one of his fav, fav, famous catch lines, which was, have mercy. Ha. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a bit of an Elvis-inspired uh, oh, thing there. He was like, he, yeah. Uh, a huge Elvis fan, like you said. Yeah, and stuff. So, yeah. So, they end up actually eventually dating. Okay. Jesse and Becky, as she's known on the show. Um, and get married. But when they got married, he... Or before they... Just before they got married. He sang it at their wedding, anyway. He, they, that's when he did the cover of Forever. But they didn't bill it in the show as a cover. They billed it as this was the song he wrote. Oh. But the Beach Boys were kind enough to let him use that, like, you let the show use that song as a Jesse and the Rippers song, rather than as a Jesse and the Rippers covering a Beach Boys song. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I guess that's also kind of a, I mean, if you have a good relationship with somebody like that, it kind of goes to show that they would know that, hey, like, they know you long enough, well enough, that... It's obviously not copyright. Like it is. Co like, well, they gave him permission to use it. Yeah, stuff, right. It's one of those cases of like, hey, you know, we didn't get credited, but you know, we're such good friends and everything, and it's only used in this one episode. No, and, no, no, no. Yeah, like they, he ends they, up getting he ends up getting famous and going to Tokyo and whatever, and 
with that song. So it's used in a lot of episodes, but... Oh, it yeah. was. I was thinking, like, if it was used one time, maybe they would... Oh, no. He made, like... Once they had Nikki and Alex, he made a music video of it. And, like, it had them as, like, very young babies because they were just born in there and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. So, anyway. Must have been an interesting music video. Uh, yeah, I'll show it to you after. Sounds good. Maybe we'll even post it on our Facebook page. No, oh, yeah. A link to it if we if I can find it on YouTube or something. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah, and okay, so there is one moment I recall now, or maybe this wasn't that show, but was there an episode where one of the characters tries to ride every ride in Disney World or Disneyland? Mm. Or maybe I'm thinking of a different uh, family sitcom type show. I mean, they did go to Disneyland. That was like a huge arc. In the show, like it was a, it was a couple episodes, I should say, not maybe a huge arc, but it was a big for. Yeah. And I know, like Michelle, I think wanted to ride every ride that she could ride, being height restricted. Well, yeah, because she was probably like six or seven at the time, and um. Like, DJ and Stephanie were just like, Michelle, like, those are, like, the baby rides and whatever. And then they end up losing her, and at the same time, yeah, it's just weird. But, yeah. So. Yeah, those safety restraints require a minimum size for a reason. Like, uh, I've heard of uh, some kids when they're just, like, just half an inch short of getting on the ride, they'll, like, stuff their shoes full of uh, paper towel or something to try to give themselves that extra little bit, but... <laughs> There's safety protocols in places like that for a reason. Well, yeah, and I went to um, our city fair. This was years ago. And actually, I went on a ride with my dad. I might have already told this story on here. I don't recall it. I, nope. mean, I don't even recall it uh, just in our own conversations. Oh. So it was like this, I don't remember what it was called because it was so many years ago, but it was like this purple, like almost bench. Okay. And so you get in and then... The things would come, like yeah. the seatbelt would come over your head or whatever. Yeah, the safety harnesses. Yeah, and then it would start up and it would kind of swing back and forth. Well, or side to side or back and forth? Sorry, side to side. Okay. And then it would start flipping. Oh. But then, as it was doing like this circle. Yeah. It would also sometimes do like a back and forward flips as well. Oh. So you're going... Yeah, right. you're, you're really getting <laughs> tilted around and spun. And one of the instructions they gave us right before they started was the um, ride was keep your feet firmly planted to the ground. Okay. Well, for those of you who don't know, if we haven't mentioned it already, I, at 34, almost 35 years old... I keep saying I gotta see your birth certificate. I doubt you're that old, but go, keep going. on. Ah, uh, you're sweet. Um, I'm four foot eleven. Kind of. Uh, just a heads up. Also, that's the reason why we decided to call it little nerdy is because she's little and she's very nerdy. <laughs> so kind of a little play on words. So for those yeah. of you who don't know about it. Um, but so at my four eleven height, I mean, you got to think back then. I probably wasn't even. I mean, I've grown since I was like twelve. Right, I just... <laughs> yeah, hopefully you didn't just reach 4 foot 11 and then, like, at that age, and then you just stopped for the rest of your life. Yeah, like, I would have... Probably been, like, 3 foot something. God, no. About 3 feet? 
I was probably like four foot something. At 12, I was probably like, I was the shortest kid in every class I was ever in, but I wasn't like friggin' feet <laughs> shorter than them. Well, yeah, but you know, by what, what, how old were you back then? 12? Mm-hmm. So you probably would have been in like what? Uh, sixth grade or something? Seventh grade. Seventh grade? Yeah, the kids in those like years are like four foot something at most. Oh, God, no. My nephew. Yeah. Is 10 years old. Yeah, and he's and like. And he's about to be taller than me. Okay, so he's almost five feet. Yeah. So he's like four foot something, like four foot eight. Yeah. Yeah, but still, like I'm saying. And I don't know where he gets it from, like, because my brother is not. He is the tallest in our family, but he is not that much tall. Like. I, yeah, I look down on him. <laughs> no, not, not in Rude. a way. Not a Yeah, okay. Foot in mouth again. <coughs> I have the fastest feet and the most flexible legs because that's how fast I can get my foot in my mouth. I don't mean it as in like I look down on him in stature, like in like any kind of social stature or whatever. I respect the man, but I'm just saying is that when we're looking eye to eye, I know I have a little bit of a like a downward slope look. Not as much as you, but it's like I would hope not. I mean, he's he's five. I think John would probably be five seven. Eh, five six, five seven, somewhere around there. Somewhere around there. But anyway, so my whole point is, is that at twelve, I'm quite a lot shorter, and my feet didn't touch the ground. So just as I was about to say, "Oh no, Dad, my feet can't touch the ground," the ride started, and I was like, "Well, maybe it'll be fine." And then we did our first flip, flip, and my feet, like I literally, like fell. This harness. Was the only thing, I mean, it was the only thing for everyone, but it just felt so much scarier because I was, like, so short. Yeah. That when it spun, like, I couldn't keep my feet firmly flying on the ground because they weren't to begin with. And I just, like, fell into, like, the harness, if that makes sense, right? Yep. So, uh, I don't know. I got off that ride and I was green and I was sick and whatever. So, I must have... I must have met the height requirement because I can't imagine them letting me on there if I didn't. But I don't remember there being one either, but maybe there should have been because that was terrifying. I remember screaming at the top of my lungs, Oh God, Dad. Dad, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to fall out of this ride. And I felt so bad for my poor dad because he's like... My dad's like a very calm, reser reserved, like he's funny and stuff, but he's calm and he's reserved and like, he doesn't, I've never seen my dad like panic, right? So he's just like, I feel so bad for him because he like instantly tried to like put his hand in a way like on my shoulder or something in a way that would like kind of give a little more weight to me. Yeah. And he's like, you, you'll be fine. It's it's fine. And I'm like, oh, my feet can't even touch the ground. <laughs> yeah, but as long as your torso is in the safe spot, you're fine. Arms, feet flailing around, not safe, but not like yeah. you're going to die. Yeah, so. But of course, you I didn't understand didn't that, that. because I was like a kid, right, and stuff. So, but I got, yeah, I got off that ride and I was like, uh, nope, never again. I can do spinny. I cannot do heights. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so anyway. They just thought that was going to be kind of lame, so Michelle ran off, and then that was a whole thing. Yeah, which, uh, is that the last time you ever went on, like, a, uh, like, uh, I guess you'd say a high ride no. or a flippy ride? Oh, there was another one after that. Yeah. 
Yeah, because we've had conversations about going to... Uh, there's a place in the West Edmonton Mall called Ga- Galaxyland. And uh, taking some of our friends and, because you were always worried that if we go there, I'll be riding all those rides by myself. Yeah. Or at um. least like 90% of them. There's like the drop of doom. There's the the roller coaster with the loop to loop. Yeah. There's so, all kinds of ones, and it's just like looking at those. I know you would not want to go on them. No, I will do spinny. Like there's the gravitron or whatever. They may have changed the name of it now, but it used to be called the gravitron. I yeah. can do that. That's not a problem. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm not counting the tilt a whirl at uh, an event called the western or western day uh, westerner days. Mm-hmm. That yeah, because yeah, that was that same fair, the Westerner days, where that flippy bench thing happened. Oh so, okay. Yeah, we'll have to talk about fairs one day, and then we can get more into all that. Yeah, and all the horrible food that you know is bad for you, but it's so delicious. It's not horrible. It, baby, it's bad for you because it, it's bad for all anyone who doesn't have a metabolism of eat anything and not even put on half a pound. Yeah. <clears throat> or. Put on a quarter of a ki- uh, kilogram. Yeah. But yeah, so getting back to Full House. Sorry. Way right. on a tangent there. So We're on the- a diet, so as soon as we bring up food, we're just like, oh, now we're going to spend hours <clears throat> on food. So that's yeah. that's our bad. Quarantine has not been good to, I can imagine most people, or lockdown anyways, so being physically active, or being inactive, and eating bad food, like pizzas and... All kinds of junk food and stuff. Stop talking about food! I'm sorry, I'm just saying, as soon as that topic comes we up... We don't it's... have a cheat until, like, next week, so I don't want to talk about food unless it's chicken and cucumbers. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So but, anyway, back to Full House. Yeah, so there, you don't recall if there was a part where the guy was, like, going on every ride, and then, like, he got to the very end where the castle was behind him, and he waves a flag, like, I did it, I rode every ride! I don't think so. Okay, yeah, like I said, maybe I'm just thinking of a different uh, uh, family sitcom type series. Yeah, back then I'm pretty sure every family sitcom had an episode where they went to Disneyland. Yeah, well, back in those days, that was especially, like, the big thing. Yeah, I think it still is, but, yeah, so anyway. So, yeah, the show progresses, Jesse and Rebecca get married, right? Yeah. And then they have kids, so... Originally, in order, so there was, the original sleeping arrangements in the house were Joey had the basement. Yep. Jesse had a room upstairs. Okay. So DJ and Stephanie had to share a room. Then Michelle had her nursery, right, and then Danny had his room. Okay. But as it progressed, um, DJ made a good point at one point that she... Like, was old enough that she didn't, shouldn't have to share a room with her sister. Okay. Because, like, she needs privacy and whatever and all that, right? And she's older and stuff. So, um, eventually, the sleeping arrangements change that um, Stephanie and Michelle share a room. Yeah, okay, so that's not so bad, but I can imagine she wasn't exactly happy about the idea. Who? Stephanie? Yeah. Oh, she didn't care. Oh, okay. She was already sharing a room, and she was like, ha, I can't remember someone talked to her about it. I mean, I don't think she was happy about it at first, because she felt bad that DJ was, like, kicking 
essentially kicking her out of the room. Yeah. Um, but someone talked to her. I don't remember, again, who it was. Maybe it was even DJ. Because sometimes they'd even have those sister moments, right? Where yeah. the, the same sappy music would come on, but it would be one of the sisters talking to the other sister. And stuff. But yeah, they... Uh, Stephanie was like, oh, I get to be the big sister in that room. <laughs> I get to set the rules. By the time Michelle is able to understand, like, what I'm saying and the rules, they'll have already been there for a while, right? Yeah, she gets, like, I'm going to establish my uh My big dominance. sisterly dominance, yeah. And then after Jesse and Rebecca got married, they moved, um, they converted the attic. Okay. Into... Their living space. I'm trying to remember, because at one point they had, maybe Joey was in the garage. Because at one point they had, like, a recording studio in the basement. So. Yeah. For Jesse and, and Joey, because they were doing, like, commercial jingles and shit. But, yeah, so then they got married, and then they had the kids. So then it was just, like, Becky, Jesse, and Alex and Nikki living in the <laughs> Like, attic. <laughs> that was, like, their... Where their rooms were and stuff, right? So, yeah. There's a lot of people in one household. And they also had a dog. Really? Mm-hmm. What kind of dog? It was a golden retriever. Oh, yeah. Comet. Yeah, I remember that seeing that dog and... Yeah, pretty sure, like, that was, like, maybe a reason for, um, like, a large golden retriever population increase in North America. Yeah, so. Yeah, because it was like, if you didn't have a golden retriever, it was like, man, what kind of dog do you have? And I've never owned or had a golden retriever as a family pet in any house I've ever lived in. Me neither. The biggest dogs we ever owned were boxers. And... Those are definitely like medium light dogs at most. Yeah, so we owned... Says the guy that has a Great Dane. Yeah. So we owned boxers and then... Uh, when I was a little bit older, and I can remember it better, I remember us owning, um, a Shih Tzu. Oh. Best dog ever. You say best dog ever. That thing is an ankle biter, and I do not trust small dogs. Eh, ours wasn't. Ours was well behaved, but we also got ours when she was a little bit older, so she already was pretty good, well trained, and her owners had, her previous owners had done a really good job of, like, training her and stuff, so she was good. Yeah. She only ever barked, I think, when the she wanted inside or when, like, maybe when the doorbell, probably when the doorbell rang, because usually most dogs are like, whoa! Yeah, most dogs are like, there's an intruder! Somebody's yeah. there! And yeah. But yeah, so Full House was one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. And it just took up a lot of my time. Mm. Yeah. But, I mean, honestly... There are def- probably worse shows you could be hooked on, especially in those days, the those days and age, because I think that was when um, Jerry Springer and Maury were pretty big. Oh, I watched those too yeah. when I got older. But I mean, like I don't remember. This is how ingrained into me Full House was. Like I don't remember a time where I didn't watch Full House as a kid. Oh, okay. till it went off the air. Oh, right, but like. I don't remember, like, watching TV as a kid and not being like, Full House will be on after school. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah, that's actually uh, kind of, like, a nice little childhood memory. 
So you must have been like super happy though when that Fuller House uh, came on. Yeah. Yeah, I was really happy about it. Because, yeah, they, like when I heard that they were doing a Full House reboot, and I was thinking, like, with how excited you were, I was like, it's just Full House. And you must have, if you heard thought that into my head, as soon as I thought that, if you could hear the thought in my head, you would have been like, it's not just Full House, it's Fuller House. They're continuing the family story arc of my childhood. Yeah. Shut up. Ah, <laughs> uh, not quite that harsh, but more of just like, yeah, no, you don't know. You don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. I wasn't even going to pretend like I knew. It was just yeah. the whole, like, I didn't really see the big, like, uh, oh, my God, I got to watch every episode as soon as it comes out. Well, and I know you kind of, well, kind of hinted, maybe asked earlier or whatever, if my favorite character was Michelle. Yeah. Right. I didn't, at one point in that series, every character was my favorite. If that makes sense. No, absolutely. And like, stuff probably like, there was a season where you liked Danny the most, you liked uh, Jesse the most, you liked uh, Joey yep. the most. Um, I gotta stick another name in there, too. Uh, oh, sorry. D DJ's longtime boyfriend in the show, his name was Steve. Oh, okay. Yeah, they dated for like five or six seasons on there. But wait, wasn't DJ the ditzy one? No, that was Kimmy Gibbler. All right, Gibbler. Yeah. Wait, what was Kimmy... Ever like a favorite character of yours? <laughs> so, <coughs> Kimmy became a favorite character of mine after the show stopped when I was a teenager. And here's why. So, I know I've said her name a couple times in the show, but I have someone I've known since I was like two years old. Yeah. Her name's Ashley. And Ashley and I... Grew up together. Grew up together, best of friends. And like you said, you watch every day after school, you'd watch yeah, Full House. and stuff. Well, once it was already off the air or whatever, there was a point where we lived, again, very close to each other. Because we lived right across the street from each other for quite a few years when I was a kid. And then even when her family moved, like, they were still in our same, like, subdivision. Right? Yeah. And stuff, it was just a little bit farther away. But there was one point where we actually lived, like, the back of my house. It was this weird, like, complex kind of thing. So it was, like, in, like, squares and all the house. This house, the house is this way, face this way, this way, this way. Yeah, but ours a... face the, the, like, outside of the complex, right? Where all the other sides face the inside. Yep. And so our, I could literally walk out my back door, out the gate across this little patch of grass to her house oh okay. like that's how close it was so it wasn't a back alley but it was kind of like a back field yeah and stuff and if uh, you call it that yeah it was a field we'd play like uh football and stuff in it okay so it was decently big but it wasn't like anything yeah we weren't huge. playing like regulation football either no no but i mean like if you're if it was big enough where you could throw a football around and not be worried about busting somebody's window yeah with a kick that goes way awry yeah no it was it was pretty pretty big um but yeah so anyway she was over at our house like all the time or i was over at her house all the time but uh a lot of times uh I don't, I I don't really remember why, but we just kind of hung out at my place more. <laughs> um, maybe her dad was just like, ah, go hang out at Michelle's. Like not. 
that yeah. she was a bad kid, but just like, ah, you know, you want to go hang at Michelle's? Go hang at Michelle's. We, you, we've known her. We've known her parents for so long and everything. Yeah, like it's her like, parents are... If you go missing, we know exactly where to look. Yeah, like to this day, I feel like her parents are still like my second parents. <laughs> like, Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, and stuff. But, uh... <coughs> um, sorry. Uh... My dad used to call her Kimmy Gibbler. Just as a joking thing, because she's definitely not a ditzy person by any means, although she's had some moments. But haven't we all? Yeah. Um, and stuff. But she was just over there all the time. And so as a joke, like my dad, you know, like my dad would be like, hey, Michelle, Kimmy, supper's ready. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. So... Once my dad kind of started calling her Kimmy, I was just like, oh, man, Kimmy's my favorite character now because, like, Your my friend best is... friend is Kimmy Gibbler, essentially. Um, did you want to share, like, I remember you sharing that story about the frog. Uh, you, her, and a pet frog, and the frog disappeared, oh. and your dad tricked her for years? No. So, uh, me and her lived in an apartment, and then across the hall, this was, like, very many years ago. And across the hall, my brother and his best friend lived in an apartment. And so I think we had the better TV or something because, or maybe we had a PlayStation like two and they didn't. Yeah. But they'd always come over and play like we, I remember us playing Resident Evil four and like all these other games and stuff. And yeah, her, um, boyfriend at the time had caught her a frog. You know, you can just find these little small frogs or whatever. And so she, like, had a thing set up for it, right? Like, a nice little, I mean, decent size for that frog aquarium, right? Like, that frog wasn't hurting for space and everything. And she would feed it and make sure it was, like, loved. Like, she loved that little frog. And one day, it was just gone. Hmm. And... Did you ever find out what happened to it? No. Okay. I'm inclined to believe this myself. No, I'm just kidding. But for a moment... Just a moment. They kind of had her fooled because they had come over or whatever. Or she went to feed her frog or something and it was not in there. She's like, oh my god. And she named her frog Pepsi because she loved Pepsi. Yeah. At the time. And so she's like, oh my god, where did Pepsi go? Like, Pepsi's not in here. And I can't remember who it was, but one of the guys said, oh, did you, have you missed feeding him? Because if you missed feeding him at all, he would have gotten so hungry that he probably flipped his tongue out looking for food and flipped it so hard because he was so hungry that it reached around and stuck to his ass and he swallowed himself, right? And she's like, what? And then you could, like, <laughs> see the, like, gears working real quick and she's like, oh, you guys, <laughs> but where'd he go, you know? Oh, okay, because I thought, uh, well, I know there's definitely some things your dad is probably convinced uh, Ashley or Kimmy that, like, gullible's written on the roof and she'd believe it for a while. I just thought that was one of the stories where No, she, she actually... didn't believe it for that long. But it was just funny, the quick, what? Oh, no. Oh, wait, you guys, right? The possibility that something can be eaten into oblivion, like, yeah. it just completely disappears. Yeah, so... Whatever, I love Ashley to death, and she is one of my favorite people on this planet, so I definitely, definitely tell those that story out of, uh... Out of love. Out of love and affection for her, her for sure. But, uh... It, it's still, it's one of those, like, it's a, it's a, a memory, a younger year's memory, where, yeah. I wouldn't say childhood memory, but 
it's you kind of reflect back on it lovingly. Yeah. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, that's really awesome that it's yeah. like that show. Um, I don't know how long it ran for. Probably mm. maybe 10 years? Mm. Yeah. Didn't that, uh, Mich- the character Michelle um, become like just – she was a young girl by the time the show ended or – yeah, almost she would have been a, almost a teen. So, yeah, it was probably like 10, 11 seasons, something like that. Yeah. So, obviously, it had a long time and uh, with all the good lessons and morals in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. that, And especially all the comedy that I can imagine you enjoyed. Uh, it's There were parts in it where you were like, wow, you know, it's like this person's a lot like this. In a loving way. You're not mm-hmm. looking at it going, oh, that person's such a Kimmy. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Kimmy was always a, a meant to be a fun-loving, you know. Good little joke. Yeah, and stuff. And Like there was never any malice or no, no, discontent. No, 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 And she always laughed at it. Or my dad would be like, you know, oh, supper's ready, Michelle and Kimmy. And we'd both be like, coming! <laughs> it didn't even phase her? No, because she knew how, like, he meant it and that it wasn't... Yeah. It was a, you know, a funny thing, because he was just called her that because she was always over, right? And he never had a problem. Like, my dad never had a problem with Ashley being over and stuff, because she was a good kid. Yeah, and that's uh, actually really awesome to hear and yeah, to know. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, so that does, uh, I think that's a good way, a place to stop on for the Full House series. Uh, I know you have uh, a few episodes left to, to watch of Fuller House. I do. Before we try to do a fuller continuation. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and because uh, you said, you know, your appreciation was from, what, Danny for the dad jokes? or Yeah, he was like the quintessential, like, dad, if you will, nerdy dad. So I heard this really good uh, dad joke that maybe the fans might like. Mm -hmm. So I ordered a bathroom sink from Bed Bath & Beyond. And when the delivery guy got to the door, uh, he said he's having troubles getting the box in. And I said, ah, just let that sink in. (laughs) Nice. I love dad jokes. They're some of the best jokes out there. Yeah, they're good harmless play on words. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody so much for tuning in, and oh, we almost forgot to mention our friend uh, for doing all the original intro and outro music, Black White Check. Yes, and her information information will be in the show notes. Also, sorry, I just got really excited because we gotta mention the fact that one of my favorite podcasts, other than Dark Vale, but Dark Vale is one of my favorites as well. <laughs> um. A podcast called Stat. Yeah. Shocking Traumas and Treatments. Guys, they gave us a shout out on their show the other day. Yeah, it was uh, really funny, or well, really cool how... uh, It all came about and everything, but yeah, they did it. They... They mentioned us and even played a little commercial. Yeah, they played a promo of ours. And we just thought that was so neat. So we wanted to thank Karen and Erica and everybody over at STAT, Shocking Traumas and Treatments, for giving us that because that was amazing. Uh, I definitely recommend checking out their podcast if you're into, like, talking about... Medical... Medical thing. Like, because she does medical killers. Yep. But they've also talked about, like, 
because she was uh, Karen was an ex first e- responder. No, ER nurse. Okay. Erica was a used to be a paramedic, right? Yeah. So they talk about some of the things they've gone on. Some of it's really funny. A lot of it is, um, not a lot of it, but some of it is also like when they're talking about obviously some of the harder cases they had to the deal more with, or stuff. or um, if they're talking about like you know. Dr. Henry Cotton, or Dr. Lobotomy, or whatever. Like, that's definitely... Or Dr. Feelgood. No, wait, that's Aerosmith. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think that's Aerosmith. Dr. Feelgood? Oh, no, that's Motley Crue. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Getting my but, classic rock mix <laughs> It's okay. Um, but yeah, so we just wanted to thank you guys so much for that, um, because that was super appreciated. And I may have fangirled out a little bit when I heard it, because I was just like, we're on another podcast. Yeah. Not only are John and Tori so yeah. nice as to mention us, but now Stad is mentioning us. So, yeah, they, highly recommend listening to them. Yeah, they do a really good job, and they tell some very, uh, like, incredible stories of all these things that I thought would just be, like, urban legends and... Uh, yeah, like Dr. Lobotomy. I thought that was kind of only in myth, but no. We or, learned... like, a long, long time ago. Like... Doctor, like lobotomies, like when they used to happen. I was thinking, like, oh, that was back before, like, when, uh, oh, like over 200 some odd years ago, yeah, no, and they like were driving a metal spike into someone's skull. Like, yeah. that's, I mean, who expected that to do any good? I, I think it would be just short of like the an actual execution type method, yeah, no, definitely. People thought it was actually medical stuff, yeah. So, no, that was a lot more recent than that. That was happening in the 20th century for sure. Um, but yeah, so definitely check them out because they are awesome. And we want to thank also you guys for being so awesome. Thank you for listening to us. We definitely enjoy bringing our shows to you and we hope you guys enjoy them as well. And we'll try to definitely keep make sure we keep mixing up the content so there's a little bit for everyone. Because remember guys, no matter what your thing is or what you're into. At the end of the day, we're all just a little nerdy. <laughs>